everybody. Hi everyone. And welcome to a new episode <laughs> of the new ma- oh. of the new <laughs> match <new>. diaries. <laughs> oh no, I was too much of the new kick. I got so excited. <laughs> Scrap. I don't even know the name Scrap of our podcast the anymore. old podcast. This is the new one, guys. <laughs> new and improved <laughs> match diaries. Why am I singing this intro? I don't know. Please don't do this the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> the new Much Diaries is just us singing the entire time. Pursuing your passion in music. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, don't worry, not. guys. Um, we'll do we want to give some context why this episode is a bit late? Normal. Oh, yes. Well... Okay, when you're listening to this, it'll probably be... If you listen to this the day that we upload, it'll be Tuesday. Oh my god, it's 22-22. Everyone make a wish. Make a wish, guys. <laughs> it still counts if you're listening to this. You can still make a wish. That's in the podcasting rulebook. Yes, the 22-22 magic will be trans... I've, I've forgotten the word. It, it transcends. It, it transcends. Transcends. It will be transported via the audio rays going into your ears and into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yes, it's very late, guys. We know. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is late. Oh yeah, it is also twenty two twenty two. So it is quite late. We're recording this late on yeah. a Monday evening, which might explain our delirium, and the reason why our episode is not up on the Sunday is frankly because me and Kara wanted to watch Bewitched on the Saturday night. <laughs> we really don't have any good excuse. Like we were together for genuinely like three days. <laughs> I literally got home. I literally went over on the Thursday and I left I left Sunday morning and we just didn't record. <laughs> we tried so hard. Well, we really didn't try that hard. We did. We had good intentions. We literally made a list of things we wanted to do. We were like, we're gonna read together the book for our book club. We were like, we're gonna buy ingredients and bake. We bought the ingredients, baking did not happen. <laughs> what else did we want to do we wanted to record we wanted to like make reels <laughs> instagram reels together basically anything productive related did not occur every me and Kara did however manage to go on a six hour long walk and <laughs> yes. the walk contested mainly on us like sitting on different benches or like coffee shops we drank <laughs> coffee we ate pastries and we watched bewitched and ate chocolate which was a yeah. very sick... Oh, and ate a lot of Greek feta salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we ta- we, I think we needed a bit of, like, bonding we time did. as well. So it was fun. Um, but this is what happened. And also, it was really sad as well, because after our really good six-hour conversation, we were like, there was a lot of good conversation <laughs> that could have been on the podcast. But life do be like that, guys. It do be like that. It do be like that. You know what? <laughs> we'll have a good conversation today. This is probably the only or the first podcast recording where we jumped on call and we have like we had no idea what we were going to talk about. <laughs> no today. idea. So we are a bit sorry. We're a bit sorry. We are sorry that we're kind of bad podcasters <laughs> this year. <laughs> this year? Oh god, this week what is happening? <laughs> My brain. We're starting the new podcast really well. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, the new motto is really disorganized. Hard to follow, really annoying, <laughs> just, bad just, content. Just bad. We should probably stop recording. <laughs> this so is it. it. This is the episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, what did I want to say? Oh yeah, no, we do then now have an idea for the episode. Yeah, we have somewhat of an idea. Cara, do you want to say what this episode is going to be? Yeah, so obviously we're going to do the classic highs and lows go through those and then and we also will do a little check-in as well um basically we posted stories i don't know a week ago was it a week ago yeah where leo asked like how are you guys doing and we got so many responses but we didn't post them so we're just gonna go through them on the call which should be fun yeah so it's gonna be like a how are we all doing not only like just leo's and cara's highs and lows and actually, I'm just thinking, maybe it could be cute if this is something we incorporate, like asking for highs and lows for everybody on like Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. And then we could, and then we could read a couple of our favorites out like every week, or we could ask on our Patreon as well. Yeah. That could be kind of sweet. But that does mean that our um, highs and lows segment cannot be more than twenty minutes. Oh no, that is true. We have to cut okay, it. Okay, okay, that is true. Tell us on Instagram um, if if you think that's a good idea or a bad idea. Yes. 
But, okay, Cara, do you want to kick us off with your highs and lows this week? Of course. Um, I actually haven't thought about these, so I'm going to have to think on the spot. Surprise, surprise. Oh let, me, let me actually think. Uh, obviously, the highs would be um, the weekend, because obviously I always have such a fun time when I'm with Leo. Um, I also had some bonding time with Michael as well, which is always nice. We went out for dinner on one of the, the days. We love Michael. Yes, Michael's the best. And Leo and I also went to see uh, the live podcast of um, How to Fail by Elizabeth Day. And it was such a such an interesting experience. Because first of all, she recorded the like ad read in front of everyone. I love that that is like the, the first thing that like you mentioned. <laughs> it was just very weird. I just really remember being you. like... Uh, I don't know what to do because I usually like skip or like don't listen and now I kind of have to listen. It was really weird. That's so true. You can't skip it. Or you can't like look uninterested. You kind of just had to be there. Um, but it was a really nice experience obviously because Leah and I low-key were like picturing ourselves there. And, like we wa- when everyone was walking out we like walked not on the stage but like close to the stage and we were just picturing it and it was really fun. Um, also it was a really controversial-ish conversation um so lee and i on the way home we spent the whole time just being like "Mm, we don't know how we felt about this don't know how to felt how we felt about this i don't know if she's released it yet do you know if she has no she hasn't i get notifications for all of her episodes because i love the podcast i love elizabeth day i think she's such a good interview yeah it was really really good yeah everyone go listen to her podcast because it's so inspiring it's basically i don't well probably a lot of you guys know it. it's a really big podcast but she speaks to like different famous people or interesting people about like three failures that they've had in their life and the whole concept is like learning through failures how to succeed better so kind of like destigmatizing the concept of failure yeah um, which is, i think is such an interesting concept and i think She's such an empathetic person and she Mm. really gets some, you know, she gets deep stuff out of people because I think she's very, like, easy to build a trusting relationship with. Yeah, and it's it's amazing as well how she kind of brings it out of people Mm. not fully intentional. Like, they could just be talking about their failures and then somehow just being with her and stuff, you could see how they they are learning on the spot as well and, and kind of realizing why that is like not the worst thing in the world and like why that's made them who they are today so it was like really it was really interesting to see in person but yeah I think that was my high and then my low uh it's probably one of the bigger chats that Lee and I had it's just like general bit of a confidence uh what's the word crisis i'm in the middle of a crisis guys i don't know what to do (laughs) no i just had a bit of a confidence low um so (laughs) me labeling it a crisis (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i'm gonna cry about it later it's fine (laughs) no it was uh i mean if you interpreted how i was talking as a crisis then Maybe I should really see the therapist that we were talking about. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. It was just a bit weird. But the the high of it was just having Leo to talk to about it. So that was really nice. Oh. Um, but over to you, Leo. What are your highs and lows? Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the live event. Because I, I obviously am such a big fan of podcasts. But I'd never gone to a live recording. And when I saw that Elizabeth Day was going to be hosting... I got so excited. I basically like forced Cara to come with me. I was like, please, please. Um, and I thought, you know what I found so interesting is like, obviously a lot of times like we listen to podcasts and we're like on the go and we're cleaning. Maybe you'd like skip through certain bits. Like you're kind of doing mm-hmm. something at the same time and being in a room with a podcast happening in real time. Like it meant that you had to focus on exactly what they were saying and I found that such an interesting experience because I feel like, I mean, that's with like all things that you actually have to go and sit through like cinema or plays or concerts. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy how then it makes you realize like how so much of our life we spend doing multiple things at once or distracted and actually how much more you get out of it when you focus on one thing, even if that's it's just so for true. one hour, but you are fully focused on it. And I think that's why then we came away from it and we had such like deep chats off the back of it because we were actually paying attention to what they were saying <laughs> and picking up on like small words that like we didn't agree with or, or certain expressions which we didn't, you know, which we maybe aligned with or didn't 
and I feel like maybe if we'd both listened to that episode on the tube distracted or whilst we were doing something else maybe we wouldn't have picked up on those things and we wouldn't have had a conversation after about it yeah so, that's so true I don't know I found that really interesting so yeah my whole just the whole weekend was a high like Cara being over was just so nice mm-hmm. and I honestly love so Cara introduced me and my friend well our friend Ali <laughs> <laughs> um, to this movie Bewitched which Cara was saying was like one of her favorite movies and we were very excited to watch it podcast listeners will know ali as well if you guys listen to the episode that i did with my housemates that's where she was featured in so we just had a really cute evening like watching that movie and if you guys want like a a feel-good spooky halloweeny vibe (laughs) um but very like cute rom-commy like it's it's not spooky at all it's like (laughs) there's like one very scene and that's it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so wholesome and I I don't know, I just had the best time watching it. It felt very, very sweet, like a warm hug in the, in the form <laughs> of a movie. And we were watching, like, the very old series, Bewitch, which is, like, from the 1940s after it for a brief time. And I don't know, there's something about, like, old shows as well, which feels so nostalgic. Yeah. Um, so I just had a really good time. And I honestly can't think of a low right now, so I'm just not going to overthink it and just not going to go with a low. Oh, I know what my low is. Oh. It just popped in my head. My low was that I didn't charge Cara's phone properly (laughs) over the night, so I made her be late for her escape room the next day on Sunday, (laughs) and I genuinely felt so bad. I felt so guilty. That was really funny, actually. (laughs) Well, what's funny was because Sunday night I was like, okay, we need to make sure my phone is charging. And Leo was like, yeah. No, what did you say? You were like... I, mean, I checked I'm... it. I checked it and it was charging. But then we changed something because we were listening to our book club book as like an audio book before yeah. we went to sleep. And I must have not properly put it back on charge. <laughs> and Kara was supposed to get up at 7.15 on Sunday to make her train. And we had yeah. talked about this at length. You know, it was it was a well-discussed plan. Yeah, I had spent literally, yeah, I spent the whole day <laughs> before, like, because there were train strikes as well. So I was, like, proper panicking. I was checking the tubes. How but long? it was really far away. It was, like, it wasn't just, like, within London. It was somewhere in the outskirts of London. It was the opposite side, in the suburbs of London. So truly, <laughs> you could not have gone more opposite. And um, then we wake up from my alarm that I had set for 9 a.m. Yeah. And I think I wake up from, like, Cara being, like, stood up or something. And I was like, oh, no. And she was like, oh, my alarm didn't go off. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. So then Cara had to obviously, like, rush a lot. And I just felt so bad because we just had such a, like, wholesome time. <laughs> and I just didn't want, like, the last impression of of the whole weekend to be, like, you having to miss something because you weren't mine and, like, being super... <laughs> super like rushed and stressed so I felt very bad um, because obviously I was the one who'd put your phone on charge it was like a wireless station basically before you guys are like Leo how do you not the cable in properly <laughs> yeah I mean I felt really bad as well because I feel like I woke you up in a panic as well because I was like uh, my phone's on charge I don't know where Ed is I was like I have to go in the bathroom and get ready I was like proper panicking and I was like do you have Ed's number I'm going can you message him it's like proper <laughs> Um, but all turned out okay. I, I missed a little bit, but it was not the end of the world. But that was that was good <laughs> advice that you told me. You were like, "Don't let it ruin your day." Like, if you get there late, you get there late. There's nothing you yeah. can do now. Because I feel like I've been there so many times, and then in the end, as soon as you get there, it's kind of just like if you just go with the flow and then just accept that you will be late. Yeah, it's actually not that bad at all. Like I remember, I I had that where we, me and my group of friends, were going to meet to go to Love Saves the Day in Bristol from London and I missed the bus that everyone was going on (laughs) so I then had to go on my own to like Victoria Station and then from Victoria Station to Bristol which was like I think like a I think like a one and a half or two hour coach ride and everyone was like already getting ready everyone was supposed to like get ready in the hotel room together and then go to the festival so (laughs) <laughs> I was obviously like not there so I was like panicking for a moment um and then in the end it turned out so fine because actually I don't know how they managed to do nothing in the time that I was on the bus but like I got there and they just already like they bought like the alcohol and, and stuff so I actually like arrived at a really good time we went for breakfast we got ready together and then and then on the bus actually I just I managed to get like a Starbucks coffee before I went I like read my book I like I called well at the time it was like really new I don't even think he was like officially a 
especially my boyfriend, yeah, it was like, you know, still very much new. So I was FaceTiming him, I think, for like the whole one and a half hours, which obviously at the time was like very, very exciting. I mean, it's still exciting to talk to my boyfriend, but... But yeah, so I remember I was actually like, oh, that was actually really nice. Like, as soon as... But at the beginning, I was really panicking. So just like, as soon as you let go of it, and you're like, okay, actually, it's fine. Well, to be fair, though, that's what you, you were like. I mean, still, when you get to the station, get a coffee, like... Yeah. What, uh, I had no time to get a coffee. <laughs> I literally, I think the tube was a bit late. Like I made the tube on time, but it got into the train station a bit late. Um, and I had to freaking run for it. I was like, <laughs> no time for a coffee, nothing. Just freaking panting on the phone to Ed being like, I'm going to miss my train. I don't know what to do. And then as soon as I got on it, I, I, I did my makeup on the train and that was kind of fun. But, but no coffee before. So <laughs> life to be like that. I need to stop saying well. that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> That's not your saying. You're not going to start saying this. We were talking about, like, not catchphrase, but, like, things that we all say <laughs> um, often without us knowing. And what was the one that, that you say a lot? Well, I now it's a do we like that. Well, for the, for the past 17 minutes, it's been that. <laughs> but I, I usually say, like, I, I go, if someone says something like, I can't be bothered doing this, I'd... I'd be like, oh, facts. Or if someone's like, oh, the weather's too hot to be wearing, like, a coat, I'd be like, yeah, facts. <laughs> you're Basically, you're speaking facts. That's all. I don't know why. I don't know where I got it from. But it's, um... I kind of like it. The only thing that people could come up with that, like, I always said is a catchphrase. <laughs> not even a catchphrase. I have to get rid of that word. It's not a catchphrase. <laughs> it's just a common expression. It's apparently lol. And that's just really embarrassing. Like, I don't know why I say that a lot. Especially over text, I think. Yeah, I don't really you... say it that much in real life. No, you don't say or it. Or ever. I don't think I've ever heard you say it, like, in person. But I just use it a lot over text. And then I think Kara and her other friend were, like, going through, like, searched lol <laughs> on WhatsApp. And I, it was so many times. I had, like, I had 837 <laughs> lol messages from Leo. <laughs> And that's on her no, new th- phone. It's not like the whole friendship. That was genuine. That was just the new phone that she's been using. It's a bit concerning. Is my vocabulary that limited that I have to say <laughs> lol eight hundred times? What is wrong with me? But then me? we were we were also then interpreting how you say lol. Like, are you actually <laughs> laughing or does it mean something else? Yeah, because we discovered that I sometimes say it when I'm like being a little bit passive aggressive or like <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> I didn't think you were actually gonna say lol. <laughs> Yeah, every time I get a lol message from Leo, I'm like, oh shit, what did I do? <laughs> that makes it sound like I've uh, 800 times been like, <laughs> No, it's you. probably like 799 <laughs> times. <laughs> Lies! No, I also say it when I'm just lolling at my... No lolling at myself. I actually want to <laughs> cringe at this wording. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I profusely apologize. I can, del- um, I can delete it. <laughs> please delete. Do like beeps every time I say lol in this episode. I, do, I don't have the technical expertise to add beeps <laughs> every time you say lol. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just imagine beeps. Shall we do a little bit of a check-in in terms of how you guys were feeling? Yeah. Obviously, this was um, kind of last Monday, but I still feel like they were relatable to read. So I feel like it might be nice to kind of know, like, what other people are feeling at this moment. So obviously, we ask these questions, like, every so often. I'd, I'd say, like, at least once a month, I think we, like, check in and, and kind of ask how people are feeling. And this is the one where I think the most people have said that some of you guys are also sick, which also makes sense. But there's the most responses we've ever gotten at the moment in terms of being drained, being overwhelmed, exhausted. Mm, I can't help but be like, that's probably seasonal sadness for people in the UK. Yeah, drained and tired, anxious and sad. Yeah, not great. Seasonal depression is hitting me hard this year. I mean, it's actually surprising how how many messages are people saying overwhelmed and exhausted and tired. I don't know. We don't want you to be feeling this way. But it's also, I think it is kind of... Maybe it is just the, especially when you come into October, I think the novelty of the cold, when the cold weather maybe starts to wear off a little bit. Like it's kind of, I think September is really like 
the most beautiful that autumn gets. I mean, honestly, in London, we've been pretty lucky with the weather. Like, we got, like, 17 degrees this um, this weekend. And today I was walking around in just a kind of long-sleeve top and a vest, and it was completely fine. But I do think it's kind of normal to be feeling maybe a little bit more demotivated to get out of the house. Like, it's a little bit more difficult to get up early in the morning when it's dark. Like, there's a lot of things which kind of contribute to you feeling a little bit less... I wouldn't say alive, but, like, a less kind of... I'd say less in the mood. (laughs) Yeah, less excitable to do things. And especially when it comes, like, doing things after work, I think. Mm. And, like, justifying the worth of doing those things. Yeah. Like, like for example, I in summer, I loved going to the office once a week, and I was fine with that. And now, like you said, waking up and it's pitch black... It's almost like I can't. I'm like, I don't want to be leaving the house. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for me, there's a lot of things I do to try and just make my life. I honestly do try and romanticize my life like every single day. And that's how (laughs) I get so excited about the little things. And I think that's something that like I've done since I was very young. Like I've always, maybe this is, and I wonder if like people who either grow up, like I grew up as an only child until I was 10 and then my brother was born. But it meant that as a as a young child, I had to spend a lot of time on my own, and I was always in my own head. I had honestly nothing to entertain myself. Like my parents, yeah, and people that kind of listen to my my episode with my mom will potentially know a little bit of this. But we didn't have a lot of money at all growing up, so my only entertainment a lot of times was like me and my own brain and like what stories I was making up. I'd yeah. sometimes read, like, advertising catalogs, and that'd be, like, what I'd be reading through, and I'd be making up stories about the people that were buying these, these <laughs> products. Very fitting that I'm now working in marketing, you know? It's all come full circle <laughs> now that I think about it. But I think it's it's all really in the power of your mind, and I still think mm. that to this day, like, you can, you can be somewhere and really make, like, you're living in your own head, you're making your own reality, you're creating yeah. your own world every day every single thing you do yeah I actually want like I feel like that's a really good thing to talk about because I maybe that's where you and I are a bit different like romanticizing my life is a bit of a newer concept to me um yeah so maybe if you talk if you can talk through like how how much effort is that for you or do you feel like now it's almost second nature and that you see the is it is it genuinely you see the beauty in little things and you don't feel like you have to try because at the minute for me I kind of feel like I have to almost force myself to see the like yeah to kind of romanticize my life like we were I'm pretty sure we were walking um somewhere (laughs) and like Leah was like oh the trees look so pretty and the whole time I was like it literally smells like shit right now (laughs) like I can't I cannot be romanticizing my life right now because all I can think of is it literally smells like shit or puke or something and I don't know what it is I smelled nothing it smelled like autumnal air to me (laughs) (laughs) maybe that is a thing though how do you do it Leo tell me it's so strange because I think only like more since talking to you and maybe talking to people who don't I guess not see life that way because that's a bit like of a stark uh, kind of way to say it. People but are it in a only... bit of a crisis. <laughs> no, you're gonna hold that word against me for like the rest of our lives. You're gonna be like, remember when you said I was in a crisis? <laughs> yep, <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> um, lol, <laughs> lol. Um, but. Yeah, so I think only since we've maybe started speaking about it a bit more have I realized that, like, not everyone approaches things in the same way. But I think that for me, it obviously takes... I think some days it takes more effort than others, if that makes sense. So I feel like everybody can kind of probably relate to that thing of, like, some days are just great and then it's easy to find everything beautiful and perfect and whatever. And there's some days where you, for some reason, aren't as good of a mood or something genuinely bad does happen to you or you genuinely do have to be dealing with things and then it's then it's a lot more difficult to see the beauty in life and to focus on the good things so I do things like in in every life like things come with the good and the bad and in my life obviously they do as well but I definitely think that it's like I've gotten a lot better with it over the past couple of years like I think at like in I feel like after childhood, then teenage years are a little bit difficult and, like, you kind of go through a bit of, like, an identity crisis and trying to figure out who you are. And I definitely struggle with that as as well. And I think I was quite, like, a pessimistic teenager. Like, I'd almost Mm -hmm. kind of assume the worst. 
and I'd always be like, um, to in my head it was like a protection mechanism. I think I was like, well, if I think that I did horribly in an exam, then if I then actually did horribly in the exam, You've then I won't be disappointed. Yeah, but then if I did well, then I'll just be like positively surprised. Which now I'm like, okay, that's so stupid. You know, that's not what you should be doing because then you're just giving yourself twice the heartbreak for nothing. Like, I I think I probably spent, like, an accumulated, I don't know, many hours of crying over exams, yeah. which I then got a really good grade in. How stupid. I was literally that girl that everyone hates in school. <laughs> don't say that. It also goes against the law of attraction, though. Like, if, you're, if, yeah. you, if you keep thinking, and, and I guess manifestation, like, if you keep thinking that bad things are going to happen to you, they will more likely happen to you. Yeah. Than if you put but out that positive energy out there. Definitely. And it's not going to protect you. <laughs> like, even if you cry about it just after you've written the exam or even just after you've done the interview or whatever kind of you're, you're concerned about right now, and then it doesn't go well, then you'll just cry about it again. Like, you know, it's it, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it protect hurts. you. Or, or, for example, going into a new relationship, like just... Because I think a lot of people have that self-protection mechanism of like, oh, if I don't get invested in the first place, then I don't, then I can't get hurt. And that's something that like I definitely did at the, in a lot of situations as well. <laughs> Cara's like pointing at herself. <laughs> um, but, but it just, it's not true. Like it's not going to protect you from heartbreak. If anything, it's going to protect you from heart loneliness, if that's a word. Um, yeah, it just makes you lonely. And it's not and a, a di- life, It's a different, life. yeah. It's a different form of heartbreak that, you know, you're just breaking your own heart instead of opening yourself up to potentially other people, being able to fill your heart with other things and then maybe hurt it if things go wrong along the way, but then you'll be strong enough to handle it. Um, I've drifted away from your original question, but... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I asked about romanticizing your life. Yeah, basically, I think consuming the right content really helps. Like, I am a big fan obviously have always been of reading of even like tv shows that set you into a certain mood or of music anything yeah. to kind of set the scene of my life and I think that's generally something that like helps me a lot and <laughs> it just means that like you get to live in your own life a bit more and life really like even the most boring thing like waiting in line for something or waiting at an airport or like all of these like boring mundane things and not bad at all if you can just escape into another world. Like, everyone can just bring it, take a book with them, and it can be a small book, or if you have a Kindle, like, that's super easy to take with you, or if, if you have your phone, escape and yeah. listen to an audiobook or listen to a podcast. And then you can use that time to, like, explore something different or, like, have time with other characters or imagine that you're a character in it, that you're a, the character in your own movie, which you are. Um, so I think that really helps me like never seeing things as like it's not a waste it's not waste of time or it's not time that you're just passing it's like yeah that's that's, really true everything is active time where you can be like enjoying or or looking around or or noticing something and then it's also just yeah I feel like I just really get joy out of the little things like genuinely I don't I think that's the biggest thing yeah it's it's a lot about like you said the the making the mundane just a lot yeah. more beautiful in your eyes and that literally changes it changes so much like even being at Leo, like genuinely being at leo's i looked more forward to the morning coffee than i do when i'm drinking it here because like i don't i never when i'm here with myself i don't really think of it that way but when yeah. i was drinking at leo's somehow i'm like wow this coffee when you put like <laughs> autumn what did you put not autumn you put, put pumpkin, like pumpkin spice, spice powder on it somehow it just made I felt like this whole new person I was like look at me <laughs> drinking my coffee <laughs> like it was completely different um but it's also surprising I because that. I no genuinely like that is something I want to make more of an effort of and it doesn't mean that like I think we need to step away from this idea that because you want to romanticize your life and stuff that you that it can come across in a narcissistic like self-absorbed way because it's not it isn't that like if yeah. you genuinely think about the intention behind it, there really shouldn't be any negativity as long as you're still being caring and compassionate and empathetic to other people and not just like being selfish, then I don't see the harm in yeah. treating don't every little thing Don't be Rory Gilmore as soon as she enters Yale. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I so agree with that. I think it's also like, you're going to be such 
a nicer person, better person to be around as well if you're happy in your own life. Like, we speak about this a lot. You have to, like, fill up your own cup and, and be happy in yourself before you can give love to others in the best way possible. And I think, like seeing the best or like enjoying the everyday is kind of part of that right it's like you taking care of yourself and it really doesn't matter like your budget or your current situation yeah because I've definitely lived through times I mean I'm not gonna say that like oh poor me because not at all but I've lived through times where you know I've I've had very very low budgets and definitely I've had to like scrape the barrel with like I don't know probably less than a pound in my bank account um yeah I think there's still there's still things that you can do in those times where you can just find joy in the everyday and just get excited about like the tiny little things like honestly like the morning coffee brings me so much joy whether it's bringing (laughs) yeah reading reading your book um I don't know what other should we talk through like some little things that bring us joy yeah and and whilst we're saying them you can you can in your head also be thinking about them whilst you're listening maybe make a list if you have access to an old app or something the first thing that i can think of that i do is um playing like really calm music on my Mm. google home um like waking up when ed's already in the shower i wake up and i'm like i just put the music on the speaker and then it's just like i have a few minutes to myself just like listening to calm music and not being on my phone and i'm like yes this is i love that this is good um i'm trying to think of (laughs) that's literally the only thing i do um i'd say for me it's also like getting getting cozy and then also being in a cozy living room like yeah having it having that be a comfort zone for me and like being Mm. in my blanket like little things like that even if it's literally you sitting in a blanket um on the sofa watching tv which can sound so boring i find like little ways to make it (laughs) a lot more cute i think um it's like wearing cozy yeah, like cozy lighting. Well yeah, for example, like there's there so many easy ways in which you can make like a space. For example, I have like a, a ceiling light, which I hate because it's like bright and light. I don't think I I <laughs> ever turn it on. Like I've just got a lot of different lights that I've kind of put a, across the room, or like or or candles or something. Where it's like something small that you can do, but it makes your space a little bit homier and cozier. Mm. Some other little things. Yeah, I feel like it's like. Don't know. This is such a cliche, but like fresh sheets or like you know being being all clean after like a shower. <laughs> like I just had like a full shower today. Like I had like washed my hair and everything, and I was listening to a good podcast in the shower. Oh, I like this is such a another small moment that like has nothing to do with me. But when I know that like some of my favorite podcasts have uploaded, I'm like oh my god, yay! Like I know that in in that hour. I'm mm. that's gonna like make my morning commute better or I can I can listen to that whilst I'm brushing my teeth or especially like some of podcasts that come to mind are Modern Love by the New York Times amazing essays that they read then Thick and Thin love Katie Bellotti with yeah all such my a good podcast heart. um Match Made in Manhattan that's the podcast that she has with her two friends which I just think is it's just such good vibes I talk about dating in New York and it's it's just hilarious <laughs> Um, those are like the kind of top three that kind of come come to mind yeah then leaves at the moment it's like leaves on the floor like we were (laughs) kind of joking (laughs) we were kind of joking about this that like you know taking videos of of you walking with your like it's kind of such a cliched like tumblr aesthetic of like your boots in the autumn leaves but it was very fun (laughs) (laughs) exactly it's fun it's like beautiful to look at like if it's if it's good I think even if it's like if it's good weather obviously that makes you happy because it's like you know you look at a blue sky it feels you know like the weather is kind of shining down on you but then if it's bad weather it's kind of like twilight vibes or like vampire diaries (laughs) mystic you know it's like oh my god spooky autumnal vibes at the moment and then you're excited to be back in the warmth like wherever that is like even if you don't have access to your own home for whatever reason mm. and it's like getting into getting to the inside of of coffee shops or or even the office in that in that instance or your library or the lecture yeah. hall like that can be like a moment of like you know that moment when you finally feel warm or finally feel dry after you've been in the rain mm. see even you just saying this I'm like I've literally done all these things in the past but I've never just looked at it in, in a way where I should admire 
slash look at it in a more positive way yeah. if that makes sense like I, I've done that like I've been cold and I've gone into like a shop just to keep warm but I was like I'm just doing it to get warm whereas I could have been like oh it's an excuse to walk yeah. around or something you know just like seeing it in a way where it's like oh cute and cozy and stuff like that's that. yeah so what you were saying at the beginning it's actually just reframing the things that you're already doing so because you're already doing them might as well yeah. reframe them <laughs> you know like yeah one thing that I do as well is where okay so for days where I dress like I've, I I love going on mm-hmm. Pinterest and like finding outfits where I'm like I feel like I would I would genuinely yeah. feel so cool in this outfit um that plays a big role in me romance like if I'm wearing an outfit where I generally don't feel like where I don't feel like it represents kind of the person yeah. I want to be that day then I it just like that's a big player in my confidence um so I love doing that like going on Pinterest and like Pinterest is out so good what yeah. person I want to be the next day um and then a, a big thing for me as well is when I'm commuting or or walking to the office and stuff it's like playing mm. really loud music in my with my headphones and I'm just like agree I so agree music is a big thing because you can just kind of I mean this is potentially a bit bad but you can kind of drown out like you can just be in your own world wherever you are yeah my dad would hate hearing (laughs) that I walk around with my headphones because he's like how can you hear the cars and it's like you don't (laughs) that's the best part (laughs) (laughs) my parents won't be happy listening to this either no don't worry we look when we cross the road we do and most of the time I'm in tubes, so there's no cars to be crossing. And to be honest, my headphones do a poor, pathetic job in drowning out any sort of noise. So really, I'm very <laughs> safe. <laughs> other other little things. I, hot drinks for me are a massive thing. Like... Mm. Whether they're self-made or, oh, like, trying tiny little new, like, additions to, like, your recipe that you're already making. Like, honestly, morning coffee is such a great source of joy. Um, <laughs> but it's also, like, yeah, buying, like, I've, I've recently started exploring with literally just, like, putting a bit of cinnamon on it or, like, the pumpkin spice that I've bought. And that is very fun. Um, or when you're buying a coffee from maybe, like, your local coffee shop or on the road, like... Oh my god, there I don't know why it's such a simple pleasure to just like walk around with a takeaway coffee mug. Like I don't know what it is about it, but it just brings me great yeah. satisfaction. It's just I think another thing that I'm kind of proud of myself for I feel like I kind of made this happen for you, Leo. But um when Leo first moved to her house, we went to a coffee oh shop. Oh my god, yes. We went to a coffee shop next to her house. Um and I made the effort of like asking the guy that was giving us the coffee what his name was, and then it kind of broke the ice so that he could then ask us what our names were um and now every time we go there it's like leo is literally a local like he knows her um he knows your order he literally like my name and and it's not just small talk like you guys genuinely like i don't know it's really cute and i just feel like things like that as well like knowing that you have a go-to place that you can have see a friendly face get your coffee like things like that are really cute and i've i've always wanted that like my dream kind of town to live in would be where you cross the road there's your go-to coffee shop where you know everyone there's the bookshop where literally they you know you spend lots of hours there and then your like favorite restaurant that you go to you know just things like that make me so happy I still don't have that which is kind of ironic because you actually live in a small place and I don't um and also like right literally Leo right opposite my house there's like a a little art exhibition place with a coffee shop where people literally go and they do pottery and they do literally like a one minute walk from my house and i've never i walk by it every day it's i've never been purely because it's freaking expensive to like attend the like events and stuff or like participate and all i i would be the only person in my 20s there oh i think you should still go (laughs) do you think yeah can you just go for a coffee can you do it a solo date mission this weekend okay i'll do that i'll do that this weekend you've committed it to it on the podcast now oh my god i'm nervous now my social anxiety (laughs) (laughs) you can do it you can do it like you met so many new people this weekend you did so well oh so you can do that (laughs) (laughs) um but no i feel like it's like for example i live in such a big city london is probably one of I mean, one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah. But there's still pockets where you can make it feel local and you can make it feel like you're less that is so true. of a lonely little leaf drifting in a sea of leaves. Worst metaphor, metaphor wow. ever, but you know what I mean. Metaphor queen. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but for example, yeah, you're so right with, like, the kind of me knowing the barista of my, like, the owner of the coffee shop that I go to. Like, honestly, that brings me so much joy. And I think it's another thing of, like, oh, having little sweet interactions with people. Like, it doesn't even have to be a person that you see every day. Obviously, that would be even better, yeah. or, like, somebody that you have in a local shop. But even if it's, like, a shop that you'll never go to again, but you just ask them, like, oh, how are you doing? I hope you're having a nice day, whatever. And it's a... A, a two-minute conversation or something but yeah or even, like even that gives you like a bit of energy or like walking in a park and like a dog coming up to you and like you petting the dog and talking talking oh, to the owner yes. for for a few minutes and then it's just like that I, oh, that I love that so much people watching as well I love people watching like imagining because uh, we've been doing that a lot like in kind of the the park that's very local to our house um, because it's very much like a residential park like you wouldn't there nobody would come just to visit it because it's not big enough it's more like there's honestly just people around that live in the area so it's really fun to look at all these people and and think about like their stories because a lot yeah. of people are there with their dogs a lot of people are there with their friends like there are people doing yoga in the park there's people there's couples that are like on a stroll or or kind of doing the same thing as us, where they're, like, just eating their croissant and drinking their <laughs> coffee. There's people reading. There's groups of friends. Like, there's there's so much variety, all different ages. So, and you have that everywhere. You have that on the tube. You have that in, like, other coffee shops where you'd be. Yeah, I you think can that's find that so everywhere. fun. Yeah. And I feel like that also takes you a little bit out of your own head and your own problems. Because if you really think about it, each of these individual people, no matter, like, how cute and picture perfect their moment might look to you they'll be having their own issues and their yeah own just struggles. know that they have yeah their own struggles i think the key thing maybe it will help like have a bit of bird's eye view on like what would they maybe think when they would look at you like they would just see um i don't know a, a beautiful young person sitting on a bench yeah we, we were saying this weren't we were like what would people think when they saw us walking down because we, Leo and I, like, planned our yeah. outfits to look really autumnal on the weekend. Yeah, our outfits were very autumnal. I think we got a couple of, like, replies back to our story saying that, like, we were very much twinning. <laughs> I was wearing your clothes. Which was so, so. cute. <laughs> you were wearing my clothes, to be fair. So I was twinning with myself. You became I was Leo. Me. I was Leonie. <laughs> Leonie. I think the main thing, though, and the key takeaway for me with romanticizing your life is being surrounded by a good group of friends, which I took so, mm. like... I took for granted when in high school and like when I had my whole I talk about this all the time but when I had my friendship uh, issues slash yeah. drama where I became very isolated and like the thought of having friends didn't seem worth it to me now looking back I'm like I could have had so many more memories and obviously there's no point dwelling too much on it because I can I can change that now um, but genuinely like sitting in a room with a group of people and if you just sit there and you, like, witness people having, like, little conversations or laughing, and, like, you can, if you know you're just in a safe space where you can talk to people and, like, know that they'll be there to listen to you, that's, like, one of the most precious things, I think, that you can ever have. And it's literally romanticizing your life, like, knowing that these people are always there for you and, like, you can have them. Um, so I think that will help me romanticize my life a lot in, in the future. That's so true. Yeah, I think it's people that have a positive outlook as well and will... Because we were speaking about this as well in terms of, like, friendships and how to not be afraid that maybe friendships will leave you or yeah. kind of anything to do with, I guess, being hurt. And we were speaking about, again, that, like, something that I really am trying to cultivate in my life and which I, I think I'm doing very well at the moment <laughs> is just being surrounded by people and only calling people my friends who genuinely I'm inspired by and I admire their life or yeah. I just feel... Because I feel like friendships are so important because you do become people... Like, you do become, like, the people or are influenced by the people that you surround yourself with. That's key thing. Like, that's why it's so important. But then also, obviously, you go to them for advice and... You know, if you're going to people for advice and, and they give you horrible advice about things that are important, yeah, you, like you want to trust them with your problems and listen to them because you think, wow, they, you know that they have a good perspective to share, and you know that like you not only can trust them but you admire them as a person, you admire their value system, you admire how they live their life. Yeah, and they make you and want to be a better person. As well. Yeah, 
and or they I don't know push you to do things that you haven't done before and I genuinely feel like every single one of my friends now that are that are close to me like fulfills kind of a I guess a different role in like because no friend is going to be the same and no friend is going to fill the (laughs) same kind of role in your life but I all like the thing that they have in common is that I admire them I think they're amazing people yeah and you know I'd kind of don't know, would write a glowing six-star review of them as a person if I could, <laughs> kind of thing. I love that perspective. I mean, if you're bored and you want to write a review about me as a friend, go ahead. <laughs> Is there a, what, where am I going to write a review? I don't know, journal it one morning, wake up and be like, I'm going to think about Kara this morning because I love her. That's so cute, much. actually. I'll do that. And then my head can get massive. Which it needs to be yeah, done. I'll overinflate your ego. Don't you worry. That's exactly what I'm here for. Um, but obviously, I mean, that can also sound a bit daunting. Because it's like, oh, just get a great group of friends. Like, that's obviously not as easy as, you know. Well, trust me, like, I know. I think we, yeah, I think we both have been in the position where that's not been in the case for us. So I think in those cases, it's also so important to, first of all, trust that it'll come with time. And you're not the only person in their 20s or in their teens or however old you are, who, like, doesn't have the perfect friendship group, or doesn't have the perfect kind of, even, like, one or two friends, you know, it's it's just not, like, a lot of the cases, you're not going to feel that way. Yeah. But I think there's so many of those things that we were speaking about today, like, in terms of romanticizing the little moments, or reframing that you can do, literally just you by yourself, and finding, I mean, this sounds, this will probably give a lot away as that of, like, the life that I was leading as a child, (laughs) But honestly, like, a lot of, like, my best friends were, like, the people in books and, like, you know, the, like, the, the people (laughs) that I was surrounding myself there with. And I'd always, like, I remember I'd, like, get early to school. Like, I sometimes get to school, like, one and a half hours earlier so that I could, like, read my book in the library or, like, read my book outside the classroom. (laughs) Um, So I feel like it's, like... There's sometimes, there's so many ways where, like, even if you're just you, you can find friends in other ways, or you can draw inspiration then from those characters and, yeah, I think and feel about different ways. Such a good point. So, I guess the, the takeaway is just to, you know, especially as maybe the outside world gets a little bit colder and darker. Yeah. Quite literally. You have to make sure that, like, you're your own warmth and light in those, in, like, in these seasons more than ever. Yeah. And that I think, like, some of these, like, the things that we've shared today, it's probably not going to, like, change anything drastically. (laughs) But I think it does, at least it's, like, it helps for me, for sure. It helps me too, don't And, and, yeah, I mean, maybe you guys can also, like, share your perspectives on this. Like, please message us and maybe things that you guys do uh, to help you romanticize your life a bit or or reframe your perspectives on, on things. Especially, like, when they go wrong or... You know, when things don't go according to plan. I think that's, like, obviously, especially when, when your mindset really gets tested. Yeah. I feel like we've talked enough. I've definitely talked enough. <laughs> I was listening, taking it in, sharing my little contributions. Don't diminish your own contribution. No. Rephrase little in that. Little in timing, I mean. Quantity, probably. Oh, like, okay. I, I, in I enjoyed... High in value, little in timing. I to be <laughs> fair though, for me, I just enjoyed listening to Leo share her thoughts because I guess this is one of the, we won't have every topic ever that we talk about where we can both contribute. Like sometimes it's nice for me to actually learn as well from you, take take some advice from you. So which I I did do in this episode. So thanks, Leo. Aww. I appreciate it. Thank I always you. appreciate it. They are and, so sweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'll let you know if. I suddenly wake up tomorrow and I'm like, wow, I'm in a movie. What is going on? <laughs> I, okay, one thing I do want you to do is properly enjoy your morning coffee. Okay, I will try to do that. Buy some, oh, put some cinnamon on it. You'll have cinnamon already. I was going to say buy some pumpkin spice, but you know what? It doesn't have to be as extra as that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just put like sprinkle some cinnamon on it and automatically it makes your coffee a bit more autumnal and it's just so cute and then drink your coffee whilst reading your magic diaries book club read and that sounds like the perfect perfect combination okay i'll have to wake up extra early to edit that episode then (laughs) 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 
that would make it less depressing to wake up early. That is very true. Like, sometimes it's about taking... Okay, so this is why I sometimes sleep a little bit less than maybe other people. Or, like, because it's... I'll, I'll take the time to then still have, like, whatever cute routine I want to have. Which yeah, I'm... <laughs> She's like, bad idea. Probably bad ideas. Sleep is definitely no, because more important. We, I think... I, I don't know if it was the night where it was 4am, but it was literally 4am. No, it must have not been that night. No, it was 1am. And we were getting ready for bed. And Leo was like, we could totally watch the Gilmore episode right now. And I was like, no. <laughs> I want to sleep. I definitely do... What is it? Uh, revenge bedtime procrastination or something or like procrastination <laughs> where it's like if you have such a busy day you like want to take the time back for yourself yeah I like no, I am um, I 100% do that it makes sense though it makes sense it's not the healthiest decision but it's fine <laughs> it's fine <laughs> romanticize it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and thanks for sharing how you're feeling with us it's always so special to hear yeah um Obviously, we hope you guys aren't feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and tired for an extended period of time. But know that it's okay to feel that way and we all have those yeah. moments. But um, we hope this episode helped a little bit. And yeah. And also, I know that this is something that you said in your episode as well. But if you are struggling with seasonal depression or depression, then definitely please do kind of seek professional advice or guidance um yeah. whether it's from because I mean, there's a lot of resources that you can use from your school your university even like your work um because i think sometimes the nhs or whatever healthcare system your your country provides they can be for the worse or for the better i think they're kind of almost you know yeah. it can, especially yeah. for mental health resources i don't think they can be the most accessible like from all of the countries i've lived in not that there's been that many but <laughs> in that in that case you know it's it's never felt that accessible or easy to seek out mental yeah. health support but i do think there is you just have to look for it a little bit put yourself out there and trust that it's definitely so worth it and nowadays i think there's a lot of online services as well which hopefully are a little bit cheaper than traditional resources or yeah like i said kind of utilizing freer resources that would come uh, with the don't know educational systems or work systems that you're involved with and just know that you know it's it's never embarrassing it's never kind of it's it's never not serious enough to go see someone yeah and I think it will it can only kind of benefit you even if it may feel like I don't know hopeless or like you won't get anything out of it I agree okay well we hope you're having a good week and we hope you just have a beautiful day and have a really lovely cup of something hot today <laughs> yes or something iced right. if you're on the other side <laughs> of the globe have a nice Pack. drink <laughs> just go have a nice drink guys come on that's come on. the final note of this episode okay okay <laughs> love you lots bye <laughs> bye